Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. Tim Thurber. Hello. And this is State of Atlanta. I forgot, I forgot to get my beer ready. It happens. Sometimes Welcome you got to rush to the beer. Exactly. I'm, well, I'm totally, totally rushing to the beer. Uh, what's up, guys? How was your uh, your holiday weekend there? Um, it was pretty good. Uh, what did I do? I don't know if I did anything. You were in a parade. I did. I went to a parade. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, and what was so funny, so I went to the Peachtree City Parade as part of my campaign, right? So I went with, like, the Libertarian Party of that county. Um, <clears throat> and I was sitting there, like, marching along with them, and I... I swear to God, there were like four of you guys that listen to this podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> and people being like, go state, not like go Ryan or anything like that. Just go you're state. Like, you're like, I, I want you to support me on the other thing too. No, no, no. It's cool. I know I have their support. I just think it's really funny that I'm I'm seemingly more popular for this podcast and my my Georgia State fandom than my statewide race for lieutenant governor. Of which you'll receive hundreds of thousands of votes just because there's that many libertarians in here that even though they never met you before, they'll still vote for you because that's, that's, right. what, liber- well, that's what libertarians do. That's what Republicans and Democrats all do. You vote for the right letter, the correct letter. Hopefully they know who I am. Uh, hopefully so, but that's a whole different bag. of How about you, Tim? I saw you yesterday. We, had, we did the peach tree. We didn't do the peach tree together, but we did the peach tree. We did the peach tree. Jello yeah, shots, free beer. Did you get bloody, the, the, bloody Mary shot? I don't know about I, that one. I skipped the Bloody Mary shot. Did you have the the vodka gummy bears? I didn't. Where were those? On the those were, that was the first thing I got. Was uh, they said the sign said um, Jello shots, and then I got the little cup. I picked up two, and I look at it, and it was not a Jello shot. It was like four or five gummy bears that had been soaked in vodka. <laughs> that would have been right up my alley for snacks on the uh, course. What it was good it way was to a vomit. Stout. It was a very stout first drink of the day at 7 a.m. or whatever it was. <laughs> it was a good time. I, I stopped keeping count of how many beer I had after five, but I know there was uh, some jello shots and other stuff along the way. So it was a good time. A successful peach tree. How did you and feel my- about the uh, switch up with the jersey-ish not t-shirt? I was surprised they haven't done like the little tech shirts in the first place. So that, that's fine yeah. by me. That's fine by me. Uh, not a lot of Georgia State news to talk about this week, but uh, obviously a lot going on in college athletics. Uh, Tim, you weren't on the early part of the show last week, so I kind of wanted to talk about this, get your take on this a little bit before we get into the, the big news. But so with July 1st, the new schools have joined the, uh, the conference, the Sun Belt. Uh, what is, what's your take? I mean, we've talked about them quite a bit throughout this whole process, but now that it's officially official, they're on board. Uh, what's your take on it? I think my take really hasn't changed since before. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need extra schools. I don't mind them. I mean, I think I'd right. have preferred other schools, but you know, we now look like a much better conference than what else is out there as far as the G five is concerned, especially with the American downgrading essentially, right? Significantly right. with their departures, right? Well, I was thinking about it with them now here and as petty, I mean, everyone knows how petty I am when it comes to the different schools and how much I dislike this, how much I dislike the Sunbelt as a conference. But this may be the first time ever that I'm legitimately rooting for a Sunbelt school, especially uh, even a Sunbelt school over another Sunbelt school, because I'm going to be rooting for the new schools to lose in their first season. I just I don't want them to come in and be good. 
I want them to lose to, to us and to other Sunbelt schools. Obviously, there's one school I want them to beat and like just full gas, run the score up against, you know, TDS. But uh, I, I hope I actually looked at it for the, it's for uh, football. Uh, you've got on September 24th will be a big one. That's when Marshall's playing at Troy, JMU at Appy, and Old Dominion at, versus Arkansas State. That's their first Sunbelt game for those three schools. And I'll be rooting for the current uh, Sunbelt members in all those games. Do you guys even care about that kind of stuff, or is it just me being <laughs> super petty? Uh, I, I, no, I like the pettiness, actually. <laughs> I want to root for all the Sunbelt teams, too. The existing. I think that's yeah. um, I think it's pretty pretty normal to want the noob noobs to to lose, except for TDS. I remember um, uh, the first time we went to Tennessee was the first season of Missouri and uh, what Texas A and M in the SEC, and we went to the bar afterwards, and they were all rooting for Georgia to beat Missouri. <laughs> um, and, and you know, so it was like sort of like a camaraderie because we all lived in we lived in georgia so um but but yeah i think that's pretty pretty normal and i you know i concur all right wow ryan's agreeing with me right off the bat this is gonna be a weird weird night your mic changed it sounds better yeah you you were right you pointed out that i was not on the uh the nice uh patreon mic so uh i had to switch that up do, do so, i uh, sound better right now i have it set differently i don't know you guys both sound fantastic it's, it's make, like it's like make it's like love to the mics. It's like we're in bed right next to each other, whispering sweet nothings to each other's ears. <laughs> I love it. Oh boy! All right, so, so uh, back to realignment. Yeah, so big news dropped right before the holiday weekend that you know we thought that Texas and Oklahoma going to SEC was you know huge, but now uh, Southern Cal and UCLA to the Big Ten. Uh, it was funny. It was like, you know, I think it was on Thursday. Rumors are that this could be announced as early as Friday. And then Thursday night is like the two schools have put in their application. And then Friday I wake up to approved. They are now members as of what, 2024, I think. Yeah, was there even any smoke to this one or did it just like happen? The first I saw about it was 24 hours before I found out it was official. So Man. I, I mean, I think that people have been saying that there was going to be, you know, a lot of still realignments to happen, but I thought at least my take on it was that was going to, uh, you know, it was over for this season. We wouldn't hear anything about it. And we're, we're already getting started with the new, um, the season upcoming in a couple of months. We were done, but, and that's not even, that's just the tip of the iceberg. It keeps on going. Now it looks like the big 12 is trying to take four more schools at Arizona, Arizona state. Was it Utah and Colorado? Yeah. The big, which I want to go to 18. <laughs> which is like a big slap in the face to Memphis because like Memphis was like when uh, Cincinnati and UCF and uh, Houston go to went to uh, the Big 12. Like, all right, don't worry, Memphis. It's, you guys are on deck. You guys, we couldn't take all of you one time. We got BYU, but you guys are on deck. And now they're already looking all far out west. Memphis is like slapped in the face. They're Memphis on some other deck. deck. <laughs> they're not on the right deck. <laughs> yeah, they're they're on the... Uh, they're on the Lido deck. That could know. be good. That could be on deck for Sunbelt. That'd be good. <laughs> Wouldn't be bad. Well, yeah. So that's kind of one of my questions is, uh, you know, what does this trickle down effect? I mean, there's so much going on right now. I mean, it looks like the the Pac-12 may ab- or absorb what's left of, or sorry, what's left of the Pac-12 may absorb the Mountain West. The Mountain West could be a gone conference uh, here in a uh, in a couple of years. We all thought that Conference USA was on death's door when. In reality, it could be the Mountain West. You know, 
if the Mountain West was to try to do something, come out of salvation, that, as far as that would affect us, I mean, Texas State's the only school they would probably try to swipe, if any. But even then, that, that's kind of a stretch. That's But there's nobody that's else. big stretch right there. I don't there's, know. I mean, that's only if they're going for, like, you know, New Mexico State and UTEP or something to kind of get that little area there. But that's only I can. I, I, don't, I don't see it have an effect on the Sun Belt. But I'm curious if this causes Keith Gill to react and maybe make moves that he would not have made sooner. So, like, you know, picking up MTSU in Western Kentucky, maybe trying to make a play on a team like Memphis that is not happy with what the new American looks like. Maybe with all the all the new schools, um, you can pick up Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky because maybe you got the votes now because, you know, they weren't burned by by those other schools. True. And they, yeah, they they come from a similar conference, the same conference as them. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they they would be more willing to throw the the you know I don't know how many votes were against them before. I have to imagine that that debate happened. Oh, you know, <laughs> Tim, what you got? No, is there any is there any like smoke out there as far as any G five moves or no? We're all just making shit up like we usually do. I mean, no, just just that. Uh, I think was what's what is it going to be left of the Pac twelve? It'd be like Oregon and. Washington State or something like that. That those would. Where be do you put with, them? <laughs> well, that, that they would that as the Pac-12 that they would try to just take that. I mean, as far as G5, right? You're you're effectively promoting the entire Mountain West to the Pac-12 or to the Pac, whatever you want to call it. But it's, I mean, we talk about Conference USA 2.0 and 3.0. This would be Mountain West 2.0. It's called uh, the just, Mountain Pack. Just getting be, that Pack name with with, on with it. Oregon sitting at the top. It's it'd be like such a lopsided conference, you know. Well, kind of like the Big Ten or Big uh, Twelve was with Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, well, uh, well, yeah. I was, I would, I guess when you add Oklahoma, because I was like, Texas hasn't been good for a, a little while now. Yeah, but they they're still have a lot of right. money. They they've not been good, but they're still like what the. I think Georgia may have passed them in the past few years, but they're the most, the most valuable college brand something or something. Like, I, it might still be Texas. Last I saw, but yeah, yeah, Georgia trying to get Georgia there, credit. But, no, that wasn't even trying to be a compliment to Georgia. I, just, I remember hearing that uh, maybe they're including the green bay cells, so including all G cells across all <laughs> maybe, football. Maybe I don't know. Uh, no, but my I've said ever since uh, the Sun Belt decided to go to fourteen teams instead of just a twelve. There's been a lot of talk about people wanting to add. You know, like UAB should have come here, or ECU should have come here, or getting Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky to come here. And I've thought that the way that the conference is laid out with the divisions, as soon as you add one more team or you you want to add one more team that's going to be anywhere near the east that the east would break off and be its own conference right yeah i mean you you know you've said that now a few times but it seems like the move is going towards these like very large conferences and that like we might not be as apt to do that in in hopes of having another like a large conference that was exactly what I was going to say. Was that you know my my perceptions may be changing now. If if the mega conference or the super conference is going to be a thing, then maybe we would not. The East would not be so quick to split off into its own uh, you know, East Coast division or East Coast conference, whatever yeah. we call it. Uh, David, I think I we're know. two for two agreeing with each other. The, yeah, well, so here's the thing: is uh, I'm drinking and you are not. So I guess uh, you are a, a drunk me, or I'm a sober you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with your sober Ryan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know which, if either one is better or worse for me. <laughs> so, do you think with all these changes though going on in the Power Five conferences or Power Three or Power Two, whatever they end up at, do you think once the the gap widens even more, do you think uh, 
<laughs> sorry. Do you think some of the American teams that moved on might have second thoughts and be like, well, maybe this isn't the best thing for us. Now the gap between the P5 and the G5 is so wide. Yeah, and I'll piggyback on that. Uh, are we happier or less happy about missing out or uh, choosing to not move to the American Conference in this last in the past couple of months? I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like American is still unsettled about what it is right now. You've got what was it six Conference USA teams that came into it? Was it six? Yeah, it's six. I, I mean, the people talk about the the best of the G five, and obviously the American was the pinnacle of the G five prior to any of this moving around. And then it was like, all right, American Mountain West Sun Belt. Some people would say they're all on equal footing. Some would say it's a you know very slight difference between the two of them or the three of them. Who's the biggest? I don't think you know what American is right now. And if Memphis is going to be skipped over for Big 12, they can't be happy about their position. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on the record when all that first happened saying that that I'm I'm happy we're not in a, the AAC now, right? Like, I think Sunbelt is a better home for us than the AAC, and that's no longer the goal. Right, so. and I had said that the goal for me, uh, for Georgia State, was to Big 12. You know, we've... You know, American became not what we wanted to be. Big 12 was right. what we wanted. Well, now, if the Big 12 was trying to get to 18 teams, including the Arizona schools and Utah and Colorado, I mean, yeah, that sounds like a great conference to be in. But I don't, I mean, that ship may have passed. Like, I knew that Big 12 was a very, very big dream that that was going to be years and years and years, decades from that coming to fruition. But now that seems like not even in this, the realm of reality. Yeah, so what is our goal now, right? If if the AAC is not our goal and the Big 12 is not our goal, then what what is it? I mean, it's not it's not SEC, is it ACC? I mean, so that's that's a big joke. Oh don't no, you, don't say you ACC. Don't, you don't you don't get on Panda Talk anymore, but there has been this one poster on on Panda Talk that has been adamant for months if not years that uh <laughs> ACC is Georgia State is an ACC school and that's where we need to position everything to go to. And while I was right along with everybody else mocking and ridiculing the guy for saying it, and I'm still still would ACC is <laughs> in a weird position right now. Because they have like some like uh, their contract agreements go through like the third twenty thirty six or twenty forty or some crap like that, and it's a crap ton of money. It's like you give up your your media money for twenty years or something absurd. You give up your child. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I would willingly do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's big. So for a school to leave, like there's talk that you know SEC wants to get Florida State and Clemson. Which would make a lot of sense. Some people say that no, Florida, uh, that SEC wants to get UNC, like that's the top of their list because they want to get that that uh, you know state flagship school. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't but, make any sense. But and there's been talk forever about Georgia Tech going to uh, was it the Big, big Twelve, big, Ten, big Twelve, yeah, yeah, one was. of the bigs, and like of course that opens up the Atlanta market. Yeah, but I think with 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 the big because it was the Big Twelve that that was, and with their kind of shift, uh, the gaze went westward. It uh, doesn't feel like yeah. they would come back to Georgia for Tech. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the ACC. They have they're they're in a unique situation with their contracts and the amount of money that these schools would be out if they wanted to move somewhere else. So, uh, but, yeah, they but can... like your Clemson's don't, don't, I don't think they, they would care long-term, you know, they'd be like, all right, but I'm going to make all this money in the sec. Yeah. But it's, it's big time, Ryan. It's like, uh, 15 years of, of media money gone or something like that. Like, um, I, I don't, it's, I don't know all the nuts and bolts of the whole thing, but it's so the ACC might be sitting pat. <laughs> the ACC. Well, but then also someone else, moved, maybe they want to grow. 
Well, something I, that I read about that the ACC had mentioned, or the ACC mentioned, something I read that someone had mentioned about the ACC is, you know, all this stuff is being driven by ESPN and, you know, to a lesser extent, Fox. Fox. Yeah. So, um, you know, when it comes down to it, when we're talking about media, media money going here or there, ESPN can kind of really control if they want, if they want Florida State and Clemson in the SEC, if they think they can make more money off of seeing those matchups every week, I don't see why it's not impossible to happen. Yeah. So there is another option besides finding um, an, a target for us, you know, as conference wise, is to say, we sit pat, we become loyal to the Sun Belt. And, oh, man. And make it the best conference that it can be. I mean, to do that, we're going to have to find a way to boot TDS out and probably G- JMU. But, like, you know, maybe that's more reasonable than joining the ACC. I think we need a SBC forever for you, David. Oh, yeah. SBC that, that, well, forever. We will we'll probably be in some carnation, carnation, car, carnation, carnage uh, <laughs> of the, the Sun Belt as long as I'm alive, most likely, just the way my luck goes. But I, we, we need... Georgia State needs a visionary, someone who can really figure out, has a, a good idea about what's going to happen through all this. And I don't know if anybody has any idea what's really going to happen outside of, um, was it Connecticut? Is that where, uh, that's where ESPN is located? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Some, some state up there. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, they don't even have their own good sports, but um, I don't know. I, I would it'd be great to have someone that kind of, you know, you read some story 20, 30 years from now, like, you know, how this one person who, you know, had never, you know, done much, but they had this vision for what college football was going to, the landscape was going to look like. And they knew how to position Georgia state, how to get into whatever the thing is. But I feel like, yeah, we're going to be looking at the big, huge mega super conference, the FBS plus and Georgia state will be along with the other current G five schools somewhere between FCS and whatever the, the, you know, NFL light FPS plus type thing is. Do you think the uh, G5 goes super conference like the P5 is, or do you think we don't go that big? We start condensing our five down to three. I, I don't know. I think I, so obviously the, the super conferences are happening. It's either going to be the P2 or the P3, right? Yep. I could see uh, the G5s trying to mimic that in the short run. But then it's, it won't be feasible and breaking down into more regional rivalries. So it, we could get better football. We could get better sports at at that level. But you know that you're never playing for a national championship. We, we, hell, we know we're not playing for a national championship now. But at least we can say we can. I mean, Cincinnati can. We should put all of them, all schools, all all FBS schools in a room and say, all right, no more conferences. Y'all go figure it out over three days and lots of alcohol. Uh, then if that happened, then it would be Georgia and Ohio State and Michigan and Alabama and Texas. It'd be exactly what we're seeing right now. Basically, you're you're basically giving the uh, the big schools the chance to, to shed exit their, check, right? Shed, shed their Vanderbilts and their Wake Forest and stuff like that. You know, they're okay. That's exa- that's exactly what they want. Then they're then the rest of the schools are going to get in a wet T-shirt contest that, to try that, to get in. That's got to be the next step. I, I cannot imagine with the amount of money that's going to the football programs that underachieve historically, you know, that's that's where your money is. Yes, I'm sure getting, you know, USC and Ohio State playing every single season of football is going to generate a lot of TV dollars and all kinds of different revenue, but also not splitting your money to Vanderbilt is going to make a lot more money for the other SEC schools. Hmm. 
I don't know how much. So I don't know how Vandy does with like ticket sales and eyeballs and stuff like that compared to to other schools. You know, I, I know that they do a lot. I mean, that those other schools are doing a lot more, but that's what's going to be more important to like ESPN and realignment if that is what's driving all this. ESPN doesn't care about ticket sales; they, they care about advertising dollars and how much they can sell sell advertising yeah. space during a game. And so that that's why when Georgia plays Vanderbilt, eyeballs, it's, played at, it's played at it's played at noon on a Saturday. Yeah, you know, I meant I, I meant eyeballs, not necessarily attendance. I did say yeah. attendance. Forgive me. Yeah, but you know, so they, they want they want to be able to put that prime every single week to have another prime time game that's going to be the best, of us, which could be kind of cool for the sport because we're not going to see probably a lot of undefeated teams when you're playing that high of a caliber every single season, every single week. I mean, that's true. It's that we said yeah, we talk about with FCS. Yeah, an FCS team can upset a P5 one week, but you put them in a P5 schedule like JMU's coming, not P5 schedule, but a full uh, FBS schedule. Uh, you know, in a full season, then you know you don't expect them to to do well. That's what I think. A lot of JMU fans have these high expectations of coming in and just you know contending for. They right. can't contend for the title, obviously, but being up there, winning right. six game, winning six games in conference. And I'm like, you know, I'm not saying they can't do it. FCS teams have done it in the past. We were not one of them, but that's a tall order. It's a very tall order. Very tall order indeed. <laughs> we should just cut them. <laughs> just get rid of them. Get rid of any school whose colors are purple. It's a preemptive move. <laughs> just get rid of any purple or teal school. Well, you get rid of them, and then you just take, you know, the three, you know, Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, and Memphis. Let's take the yes. So that you're still even. Wait, so we get rid of JMU and uh, uh, TDS and, and take it. Oh, we do. JMU and Coastal, get rid of those two and pick up who? Middle Tennessee? Who no, I'm saying it? get back to just add two, basically. So you remove one and then add three. Oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah, just JMU for now. Oh, it was uh, Tim that wanted to get rid of Coastal. I agree with, with all those. <laughs> you can get rid of Coastal. Why not? No. Coastal, whatever for whatever reason, people... People like, I don't care. You don't, don't want to know. kill like like. There's a budding rivalry, you know, and you don't want to get rid of that. Well, I just want to. I, I if Coastal ever leaves this conference, I want to be the first team to to win at home because we still haven't. We've never won at home. They've never won at home. Like one right. of these teams, one of these times, the teams, the the home teams. Like this is what it was. I think it was Georgia and Auburn were like this for a long time, where it didn't matter how good the two schools were, whoever the home team was, they were losing that game. <laughs> And that's what it seems like uh, with Coastal. Was it uh, five games we've had now between them? I mean, talking about realignment, did you read the article? I think by Chris Benini. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Benini. 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 No. Benini. Anyway, we don't. Well, this is this is not last call, Tim. You can't just say things like that. <laughs> It's a big Vanini. Um, he broke down the G5, right? And like he called them kings, barons, knights, peasants. We I actually got some. You, I have not seen that. I have not seen Oh, you that. haven't? So the kings are obviously like Boise State, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF, which they're still G5 for now. Mm -hmm. But some of them are leaving, obviously. And obviously the barons, the people that, you know, they're not quite kings. Obviously, teams like App State's in there, Memphis, um, UAB are in there. But we're actually a knight. We're 
we've had success, but we're not high success for extended periods of time. Granted, this is what our 12th season, something like something that. Like that. Yeah. So, 14. I mean, we're not a peasant. <laughs> we're not the, the team with the furthest. Like, we're number two. <laughs> we're not, we're not last place. We're not last place. <laughs> so you got our friends. We got our friends from Old Dominion, ULMs in there. Um, South Alabama is a peasant. Basically, I mean, most many, of the nice of the I mean, well, how, how many times were we looking at the, the the standings, the the rankings from one to one twenty eight or one to one thirty one, whatever it was, or you know the 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 worst of the worst, the top ten worst of the worst teams, and we're like. We just want to get to a point where Georgia State's not included in the, the bottom tier. The bottom 10, yeah. I, I felt like we were 120 and below for many years. <laughs> yeah, and now, now we're top 100. And I think yeah. a, lot of that, a lot of that has to go with them adding <laughs> more teams. <laughs> I think we're the 128th team. Now there's 132. I think our Carolina-centric strategy seems to be working. Well, what if we had gone a different state? Could we be even better? I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll never know. What but we other know we're states, doing better now. What other don't states are out the, there? What is the good states. thing? <laughs> what other states? Uh, the state of Atlanta. That's right. <laughs> don't get any. Don't, don't get any any ideas to anyone. We'll probably see a petition tomorrow to make Atlanta a state. That's you know what that could very well happen. Ryan, is that is that going around? Is that happening? Uh, no, to try, no. Get, get Atlanta to break out, break off. I mean, a little bit, but not really. <laughs> I had some notes about this. I think we may have covered everything that I wanted. To, uh... Oh, there's one thing I saw. So I've been following along on on uh, Twitter, social media, looking at this stuff. And man, the disrespect. Hey, you think I talk bad about the Sun Belt? Like, oh man, the, the disrespect for the Sun Belt on social media for the people that don't cover the sports or uh you know have a team to follow there like they, they still there's no respect at all for the sun but like every single thing they talk about how bad something is it's like this is this and then they become the sun belt you know just it's always negative like or how bad is this the sun belt and i was like this kind of justifies my feeling towards the whole thing but i i do think that they're it's misguided by a lot of people that just grew up watching their Ohio state or you know, watching their, their big league program and Sunbelt being historically bottom feeder. Uh, well, I mean, the Sunbelt when we joined it was the bottom of the pack. <laughs> they, they added us to stay alive. <laughs> That's right. I mean, they were the bottom of the pack and uh, you know, we've been part of this rise that we've seen and yeah. What was, what was their, their hashtag there was uh, together. We rise. It's really just Georgia State. Just yeah, latch on, we, guys. Latch on. We're heading up to the moon. It's App State in football and Georgia State in basketball. And no, no, it's bit, us little, football too. Appy just doesn't know it yet. And our bowl games. Nobody we, else knows like, it yet either. That's one thing that kind of surprised me. We, you know, I, mean, I think that nobody gets down on Georgia State more than Georgia State fans. And like we we talk about how how bad we we've been or how bad it's gone because I mean because honestly we've we've written the book on how not to start a football program, but you start thinking about things like, and you know, as bad as it's been, it's, it's, you forget how good it's actually been in the past few years. Coach Elliott really has done a tremendous job with it when it's come to getting us into the bowl games, winning bowl games. We're what, you know, four and two in bowls. Is that what it is? That sounds like that. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, we're, we're quasi spoiled right? from, from, from starting our very first season in FBS going 0 and 12 you know to even all the way up to coach Elliott's second season where we went 2 and 10 you know but still at that same time we've gone 
four and two in bowls. We've been to we've been to six bowl games. I know it's crazy. <laughs> ULM games. still zero. Half, half of our entire season, half of our entire history has been in bowl games. I know it's crazy. Maybe that's a stat we should follow because we've we've, we've looked at how long it's going to take us before our team as a whole gets to five hundred as an entire program in football. Or I think that Coach Elliott is you know if he wins one more game, he's you know. Uh, over 500 in his win-loss record. But yeah, let's just look at uh, years we've been around and years we've been to bowl games as a judgment on how good the program is. So we should we, do we need to add in the qualified years we've gone while qualified to go? We've always been qualified to go. No, no, no. Like the first we were FCS, year, weren't when we were FCS, right? We could not go to a bowl game. Oh, right. yeah, we don't count it. Only FBS, right? Yeah, yeah, Only yeah, FBS yeah. years we could actually get to a bowl. Yeah, game. yeah. From right. the from the from, we, from zero and twelve, which we actually we weren't we weren't able to. So that, I think that was a a two and ten year too. Was or was that a one and eleven year? We beat Abilene Christian, and then it we never bad. won a game. Yeah, was, yeah. That was the picture of like a Nick Arbuckle doing the 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 starfish in the middle of the field <laughs> after beating Abilene Christian. Oh nope, no idea. You don't yep. that at all? No. It's good times. Yeah. Good times. I, I must have blocked that season out. <laughs> or you drank through the entire season. That was Georgia Dome times. <laughs> what I just said. I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounded like you said blocked. I thought you meant blacked. <laughs> blacked it out. <laughs> or blacked out. Uh, one other, not really. This is there, there was a thread on the Sunbelt message board. I didn't read it at all. I've got no idea what was said in there. Uh, but there was a question about what people feel about a G5 playoff. And I've been staunchly against a G5 playoff for a long time, but I did think not a G5 playoff, but why not just like an, we have the NIT for men's basketball or for basketball. What if there was a a playoff for not just G5, but all FPS programs that didn't make it into the playoff. Obviously it makes more sense to do that. If the playoffs have 12 teams or something like that, you're not going to have a, an NIT for the, the next four teams. So you're just your top eight or whatever, but, but, but instead of doing that, they should really just be extending the, the playoff system. Like, like it doesn't make sense to have two to, to have two there, you know? I mean, if I people are, if, if there's gonna be eyeballs on the TV screen, then I uh, guess just extend yeah. the first one though. First, I mean, four teams, come on. So, so do you just use the bowl games as these playoff games, David? We do. I'm sorry. What was the question? Do you just reuse the bowl games as this G5 playoff game? I think there should be something done with the bowls where people talk about all the time how bowls could be used as as playoff games, and they kind of are right now. But uh, yeah, somehow position the bowl games to be some kind of seating order or something to make it you know a little bit more playoffy look, even if it's not anybody that wins advances to another round or anything, or you know maybe they do, but it's not going to be a champion. Only the top four teams or six or eight, whatever it goes to. I like the idea of a 12-team playoff, but I think the Bulls, I think they should really look at the entire Bulls and find a way to make it a little bit more interesting. Right. Instead of, instead of just being the, the number three team from this conference gets the number four team from that conference type stuff. It's super weird, and to me, like when, I, when I'm flipping through the channels, there's, there's nothing interesting about two teams that I'm not interested in. And there, there are ways to like make those games more interesting for like your casual watcher, right? So, yeah, but it's stuff a, like 
tournaments. <laughs> it's, it's the same kind of thing that the the um, the selection committee does for the basketball thing is you know when they go through with all their teams they they try to find they they want to have a headline they want to have a story about why they put this team against this team or that team in this region or whatever it is they look for they may, may claim they don't but they do. Yeah. So. Maybe maybe turn the whole bowl system into like a, a like a two tiers right so like you play to get into the bowl game you qualify. Well, that's what your season every, is. What? That's, that's, your, that's what your season is. Your regular season is your qualification no, 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 for no, a bowl this game. This is like the out of conference still. This is like before the bowls. You added something in, right? Yeah. Or or um, or just switch some of the bowls to be playing games. What if you actually made it where uh, certain teams had the same out of conference schedule, like made the out of conference schedule kind of a pool play type thing that Ooh. had re- repercussions for later on in the in the bowl season? Have a, have a champ from that. Seems I mean, like a lot of work. It seems like a lot of work. And you're not gonna, I mean, considering how long games are planned out and everything, but having something, having that out of conference means something other than a win or a loss, but kind of cool how it played out. I don't know. Hmm. Woo. Yeah. You guys got anything else? Woo. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're I think so we're good. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. There's a war not. There's one little thing that's not worthy of putting on the uh, the episode they'll talk about in the uh, in last call. Uh, worthy of for there, good chat oh, there. Guys. No, uh, no exciting uh, comments in the public forum. Uh, the chat, yeah, Peru's got some comments going here. Uh, kind of rehash a little bit, but I think the G five will just have to react to rating if the ACC really does get rated like the rumors. Suggest the Sun Belt will need to act fast. I mean, I don't know how the if the ACC gets rated, I don't know how that affects the the Sun Belt. I mean, I don't. Outside of us, I can't imagine any school going to the ACC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I uh, I could see the Sun Belt East breaking off and joining it with some AAC teams. Maybe I think that I really think that uh, I like my idea that the. G5 conferences are going to try to expand. Probably not the MAC. The probably MAC is probably the only conference that's going to stand pat and do absolutely nothing. Uh, I could see the Sun Belt trying to expand and then eventually breaking apart. I mean, and part. the MAC will stay pat because not not because they they want to or anything. There's, who would do that? Why would anyone go there? Right, right. <laughs> it's it's right. just there. It doesn't make sense. You know what? I've heard those Marshall folks really like the Mac, and that maybe they would go back. <laughs> they're, they're welcome to go back. No, actually, Marshall isn't one of the teams I wanted. Them. No, no. If you pay Better. attention to them at all, they 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 still they spend hate it. time shit talking the Mac. Like years years later, I can't wait till we have a passionate fan base. I mean, and by passionate fan base, I mean more than like the three of us being in our sixties still talking about the exact same thing. <laughs> We're going to talk about when's the East going to break off. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 400 episode 4,000 of uh, say of Atlanta. When will the East break off and create its own division? (laughs) Florida has been submerged underwater (laughs) after the great floods. We've lost half the schools. (laughs) Georgia state hasn't won a national championship since 2025. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. <laughs> hey, you just need one, right? You don't need multiple when you're at this level. Hey, if you told me I could see one Georgia State national championship in football before I died, I would I would call that a, a winning a winning it. life. A winning take life. It. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who knows what the what the definition of a national championship in football will look like? 
come that time. But I mean, I, I, I kind of see this idea of really having like that. I, I, I joked about the FBS plus or NFL light, that thing where you have like these 30 or 60 teams that are kind of really playing, you know, do you think there is room to have three cate- categories within division one football, having this upper tier that is its own minor league pro team. And then you have the FBS proper, you know, would it be considered G five or the lower P five programs now? And then FCS is still down there. Do you think people would still be attracted to FBS football if it was not the top of the order? Yeah, and it would also create this weird split of fans that would probably just peel off and be all new P5. Like, no interest whatsoever. Like, I think you'd still keep a bunch of the fans, but it would be, there would be those fans that watch both. You'll lose them. I kind of feel like the separation in there, you actually may get some people that were kind of split before of being maybe more in on their program because there is a chance to have some form of a championship at, the, at that level. Um, I don't know. If it's you could bring that relegation thing forward, I think it, then you'll get fans. Well, that we should do, but it won't happen. It'd be, it'd be awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Relegation would, would be, I mean, it's kind of, Oh, this is one thing I want to talk about. Relegation would be great for college football. It's kind of set up for it to be successful, but with the money the way it is and being as lopsided as it is with the control, it's not going to happen. So this one that I thought I had, one of the questions I put in there that I forgot to go back and look at, I don't know, was, uh, so with ESPN and the media controlling everything, you know, you've had the SEC network and the uh, the Big Ten with the Longhorn network. Do you think that the NCAA missed out? The NCAA should have created their own sports channel their own uh, channel back long ago where they were in control of everything and they could have arranged this whole thing without ESPN getting involved. And I'm not saying that I have any, you know, love for the NCAA or they do things better than anybody else, but maybe if it was being controlled by uh, the NCAA versus a third party media organization, they could have done something that could have made this a little bit more true fan friendly, more equitable, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, they would have done that. <laughs> they need they would need a lot of channels to carry all this shit, right? Like well, that's a lot yeah, of teams. If they would have had the, the forethought to know what streaming services would have been like in 10, 15, 20 years ago, what they're gonna be like now. Or right. if they just would have put together, you know, I mean ESPN used to show uh, you know, dogs catching frisbees and the crap like that. <laughs> so you know, they they found a way to put college basketball on TV to make that a big and now ESPN controls sports, at least within the US pretty much completely yeah and you could they could still have done like a primary secondary tertiary rights you know so like you know if they fill in their schedule first and then whoever's up next gets yeah, uh, they, or they, whatever they, goes to the highest bidder you know they sell it off to cbs abc you know exactly all that kind of stuff so yeah i think it'd be kind of interesting if NCAA would decided instead of making money off of the off of the espn putting these games on if they would said no let's go ahead and create our own uh, television network and do that whole thing. It could have been a very different. World I don't, right I, now. It wouldn't have been equitable. It just would have been, you know, different people's priorities. And it would have been still like the, 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 you know, the cream of the crop would be making decisions for everybody else like they are now. So it might be less equitable. They'd be on NCAA proper. Exactly. <laughs> just, I'm just advocating for another subscription, a subscription service for me to pay for to have an NCAA service. It would be NCAA the Ocho. 
Well, I wonder though, it would have would have NCAA used that to actually push more of the uh, the non revenue sports. You know, Maybe. have more have more stuff out there. Yes, from one a.m. to seven a.m. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, for um, non football season though, you know, have all that stuff on there. It'd be cool. True. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know. Just something cool. I thought about um, with ESPN controlling everything. What if somebody else had gotten their hands on it? Um, someone that had the rights to everything to begin with. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. Forty minutes. Oh, pretty good. Also, I got pee. solid. You got a pee and you didn't even drink. I've been drinking a lot of water today. That's boring. Mm. All right. We'll we'll get we'll dig into the root of uh, how many days uh, Ryan's been sober and uh, why he's being forced to, uh, <laughs> to to no longer drink. What chip he's what I'm chip he's drinking he has. tomorrow. I, how many? <laughs> come on, Ryan. You're better than that, dude. Come on. <laughs> you can you can go. You can make it another day. <laughs> We're all here to support you. Oh Lord! Cheers. <laughs> as I as I chug. All right, thanks, right for listening. We will be back next week. Hopefully, more Georgia State stuff. And um, speaking of the new schools coming in earlier, like we're talking the episode, we will be talking to some podcasts and some uh, people that cover the new schools about what to expect this season from them in football, basketball, and all the other sports. So uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, trying to get out all on the schedule. So check that out. And um, thanks for listening. We're gonna do last call. Find on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. Available for free on Fridays. Available immediately to our Patreon members, three bucks a month. Access to our group chat early, last call, whatever stuff we can come up with. So, um, yeah. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Peace. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash state of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.